I didn't feel like I wanted to forgive her. Why should I? You know, when I did the sums, it wasn't fair. Have you ever been deeply hurt by someone and wished you could make them suffer like you have? We think it'll make us feel better, and it might for a time, but in the end, the hurts remain. I'm Richard Fox, and this is Messages of Hope. When someone does something to hurt us, it's natural to want to get them back, to even the score. It's a common feeling because deep down, we all desire justice. But as a quote by writer and theologian Lewis B. Smead says, The problem with revenge is that it never evens the score. Here's Rob Schubert to talk about a better way to deal with those who hurt us, a way that has the power to heal and restore. It starts fairly early in life, the desire to pay back other people for what they do to us. When someone hurts us or offends us, there's something deep in our psyche that wants to get even. Toby, why did you hit your sister? She pushed me, so I pushed her back. What happened then? Well, then she hit me and that wasn't fair, so I hit her back. As young people and adults, we get a bit more sophisticated in the way we pay back. We may not hit each other like children do, but we can hurt each other very deeply in all sorts of other ways. The trouble with payback is that even though we want to even things up, it never works out that way. Someone always ends up feeling as though they owe the other person. Actually, both parties usually end up feeling aggrieved. Payback is like trying to balance a set of scales using rocks of uneven weights. Balanced scales work okay with something we can pour out like flour or sugar, but they don't work so well with rocks. Imagine a pile of rocks of different sizes and weights. We put one on the balance scale and try to balance it out with another rock, but the second rock is too big, so we need to balance it again on the other side of the scales. As much as we try, we can never quite get the scales to balance. It just never seems to even up. What's worse is that both people, trying to balance the scales, end up feeling angry and hurt. Isn't it ironic that our attempts to get even by paying back leads to more imbalance in our lives. The fact is that our desire for satisfaction so often leaves everyone dissatisfied. Surely there's a better way to deal with things when someone treats us badly? St Paul says in Romans 12, If someone has done you wrong, do not repay him with a wrong. Do not let evil defeat you. Instead, conquer evil with good. In other words, when someone does something wrong to you, if you pay them back, it means you've let that wrong thing defeat you. You've allowed yourself to act as wrongly as the other person who hurt you did. Two wrongs simply don't make a right. A big part of conquering evil with good is learning and growing in the art of forgiveness. Forgiveness is hard. People can hurt us a lot, and to truly forgive is a tough ask. When someone has hurt you deeply, it's difficult to forgive. You might feel like you're letting them get away with what they did, and that doesn't seem fair. But the ability to forgive is critical for your peace and well-being. Back to Rob. One of the things that helps me when I find forgiveness difficult is to remember that Jesus forgives me. Jesus told a great parable about forgiveness. It goes something like this. Once there was a king who decided to check on his servants' accounts. As he was doing it, he noticed that one of them owed him an enormous amount of money 
which in today's terms would amount to billions of dollars. Who knows how he racked up a debt like that? But he did. The king demanded that he pay it back, which is only fair. After all, it's his debt. Well, the servant didn't have the money, so the king ordered that everything he owned be sold and that he and his family also be sold into slavery to pay back at least part of the debt. But the servant fell on his knees and pleaded with the king, Be patient with me, and I will pay you everything. Now the king knew that he couldn't repay the billions that he owed, but his heart softened towards his servant, and the king had mercy on him. He cancelled the debt and let him go free. He forgave him. Imagine being in that servant's shoes. How good would it feel to have this huge debt of billions of dollars lifted off you and to be a free person? You'd expect the servant to throw a party and invite all his friends along and celebrate that he'd just been given his life back. But the story doesn't finish that way. When he went out, he met another servant who owed him some money. In today's terms, probably something like $10,000. It's a fair amount of money. He grabbed his colleague by the throat and demanded that he pay the money back. The other servant fell to his knees and begged for time to pay. Be patient with me and I will pay you everything. But the forgiven servant had no patience and no mercy and had his colleague thrown into prison until he paid back his debt. It sounds crazy, doesn't it? I mean, a guy has forgiven billions of dollars, billions, and yet he can't forgive his fellow servant a few thousand dollars. It just doesn't make sense. And don't get me wrong, I don't think $10,000 is a small amount of money, but compared to the billions he has been forgiven and the fact that he was given back his life, $10,000 is really nothing. The story should finish with the servant meeting the one who owed him $10,000 and saying, you know that $10,000 you owe me? Forget it. I forgive you the debt. Let's go and celebrate. The king has just forgiven my debt of billions of dollars. Why did Jesus tell such a story? Simply to remind us that we have been forgiven by God. I'm Richard Fox and this is Messages of Hope. Have you experienced the healing power of forgiveness? You can share your story with us on our Facebook page at Messages of Hope. We'd love to hear it and sharing your story can inspire others. That's Facebook, Messages of Hope. A few years ago, Ted Cobra of Peacemakers International visited Australia to talk about the power of forgiveness and told the story of a young man. Here's Rob Schubert to retell the story. He was at a restaurant with his girlfriend, and when the waitress delivered their meals, she dropped his on the floor. The waitress apologised profusely and waited for the inevitable tirade of abuse for her clumsiness. But instead, the young man said to her, I forgive you. She stopped cleaning up the mess that she'd caused and she looked at him and said, You forgive me? Usually when something like this happens, customers get upset and grumpy, but you forgive me. Why? The young man replied, Well, I know that I mess up sometimes, and I have a God who forgives me, and so I think he would want me to forgive you. Forgiveness reflects the heart of God. When we forgive, we give others the experience of God's mercy, freedom and love. That's what he does when he forgives us. When we forgive, we break the negative feelings and destruction of relationships that happens when we look for payback. 
It makes a huge difference to our lives and our relationships when we take seriously God's offer of forgiveness for us. When we receive forgiveness and are able to forgive others, then we experience true and lasting peace. You're listening to Messages of Hope. If you'd like to experience how forgiveness can heal past hurts, contact us for the free booklet, Forgiveness. You'll discover how forgiveness can bring peace to otherwise hopeless situations. For your free copy of Forgiveness, call 1-800-353-350. That's 1-800-353-350. Or go to messagesofhope.org.au to order your free copy. That's messagesofhope.org.au. I'm Richard Fox, a pastor of the Lutheran Church, where love comes to life. I hope you can join us next week when we talk about anger and how Adam's life dramatically changed when he confronted his own anger. Thank you.